All right, my friends, thanks for tuning into the podcast, where, as always, we'll discuss the professional literature and the evidence-based protocol as they relate to the effective treatment of clinically significant anxiety symptoms. I'm Chris Lines, licensed psychotherapist and OCD spectrum disorders treatment specialist, and this, well, this is OCD Straight Talk. Like, I always appreciate the opportunity to receive feedback um, from people who've spent time listening to the podcast. You know, and, and you know, I'll receive messages, you know, from, from people thanking me for the podcast. It's been very helpful in this way or that way. And, and you know, I'm, I'm always honored to receive these messages. But, but more than that, it's always very valuable uh, to to receive specific feedback. So this is me inviting you to provide some feedback. If you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, I'd really like to hear your thoughts. But very specifically, if you've subscribed to OCD Straight Talk and you've engaged uh, the subscription material, You've spent time listening to this, interacting with it, engaging it in a meaningful and honest capacity. I'd be very interested to hear what you think. And, and there's a reason that I'm, I'm saying this now. I had this conversation the other day with a very well-respected colleague. And, uh, and he was talking about his organization and, and that they had had tried previously to do something that this subscription material is is presently trying to do. He said, well, it didn't work. And, and the reason it didn't work was because people didn't want to do exposures on their own. And uh, and, and I don't recall his specific phraseology if it was like exposure. I think he said something like exposure therapy is really hard. And people don't want to do it on their own. They 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 sort of they want or they need the the support of a therapist in the process of doing exposure therapy. And uh, and as he said that, you know, if I'm honest, it made a lot of sense to me. Uh, and and part of the reason it made a lot of sense to me was that I, I have the statistics and the data right in front of me that it's like about thirty percent of subscribers have actually engaged the exposure track on, on the, the subscription uh, material. So it's like 70% of them haven't even engaged it. And so it made a lot of sense statistically that he would say, well, this is the problem we ran into. And it's like, well, yeah, okay. My own statistics seem to align with that statement. Uh, and it's like, oh, well, okay, well, that, that's disappointing because I've put a, man, I've put a shitload of work into this. I mean, I've devoted uh, you know, untold hours of work into preparing this, uh, you know, so that individuals could, could actually have a fighting chance at, at this wild idea of, of engaging a structured and, and evidence-based or proven process but to do it without the direct and ongoing involvement of a treatment specialist. I don't mean to say 
without the involvement. No, that's not correct. But without the direct and ongoing involvement of a treatment specialist. And I think that that is a really exciting concept. And, and so it was, it was a, very disappointing to hear him say, well, you know, we tried that and, and this is the problem that we, that we ran into. And ultimately he didn't say we abandoned the idea, the, but the, the sort of implicit message was, you know, it, it, it didn't turn out to be the, um, it tur- didn't turn out to be, uh, the, the effective intervention that we had hoped it would be. And again, <coughs> my own statistics t- seem to to parallel that observation. it's like, well, yeah, okay. That same thing is probably, probably going to happen to me here. And it's like, fuck man. Uh, you know, shit, that's, that's disappointing. It's, it's sad. Not to mention I've, I've worked tirelessly for months on this project just to run into that problem is, is oh, it's just difficult anyway. But as I thought about it, if reflected on the conversation the following day, it occurred to me, well, holy, hold on a minute, man, because patients do exposures on their own all the time, right? And I, and I didn't think about that during the conversation itself. But like somebody who's never done exposure therapy before, who has no experience with it at all, maybe who's never even really heard of the idea, let's say. And, and ends up coming in for therapeutic work and gets introduced th- to the idea. And let's say today, today is his or her first exposure with no prior experience and knowledge and all this stuff. It's all brand new. You follow what I'm saying? Is that the individuals in therapy do have a chance to do the, the, the exposure the first time with a therapist. Whereas the, the individuals on the, on the subscription, they don't necessarily have the opportunity to do the exposure the first time with the therapist. Now, again, is there no treatment specialist involved? No, that's not correct. But there's no treatment specialist directly and immediately and ongoingly involved. So in other words, they, they, have, they have my voice telling them precisely what to do. And having helped them with skills to this point and having worked with them to develop a hierarchy or a roadmap in terms of what exposures we're doing first and, and what exposures we're doing next, you know, and things like this. And so it's laid out in, in a pretty specific and precise format. We know what we're doing and we know how we're doing it and we, we know what it's supposed to look like. The, the only piece missing is that I don't have a live person to talk to in the moment of the exposure. But then the next day, everybody's in the same category. Everybody is doing it on their own. You know, and so I think that this this argument that says, well, people don't want to do exposures on their own, it does parallel the statistic in front of me that says, yeah, well, only about 30% of, of subscribers have actually engaged the exposure. Only about 30% of them. So it, it, there is a sense. I'm, so I'm not saying that my colleague is wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm also not saying my colleague is right. I think it's more nuanced 
than this. I'm I'm not willing to. I guess you might say is the phrase, let sleeping dogs lie. Just let it alone. I'm not willing to just abandon the idea. And I'm not meaning to suggest that, that my colleague is willing to abandon the, I'm not saying that. Uh, we, we haven't spoken extensively about this idea. So it's, and, and concept. So it's, it's unfair for me to say, well, this is where he stands. I, I don't pretend to know where he stands on it. I, I'm just, uh, you know, he, he made some passing brief, and I might say incomplete comments to me about this endeavor and, and the, and the comments were in effect, <clears throat> we tried this and the problem was people didn't want to do exposures on their own. In the moment, it made a lot of sense to me reflecting on it the next day. I, I, I saw what to me, what to my mind is a, is a glaring hole and problem hole in and problem with that argument. I, 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 I don't think that's true. Fully, fully, because people do, patients in therapy do exposures on their own all the time. You know, five, four to four to six days a week, they're doing it on their own by themselves with no support, at least no, no direct support from me, you know. And that goes, by the way, that goes for every patient seeing an OCD treatment specialist across the world. They're not just me. It's not just my patients. This is everybody's patients who, who is doing it to clinical standard. They all, they all are assigned the exposures that they did in session with their therapists to, to take that shit home and do it on their own. Everybody's assigned this, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't, I don't think I, I, like I say, I think it's a little more nuanced. I think there's there's a missing piece. And my question to you becomes, what to your mind is that missing piece? You know, what what would increase the likelihood that people would engage the first exposure, if you follow what I'm trying to say, where they typically in therapy would do it with the help of their therapist or, or they would do it with their, you know what I'm saying? But, but here in the subscription, they're not doing it with a therapist because there is no therapist directly and immediately and ongoingly involved. How can we increase the statistic that people are engaging that first exposure and then, and then doing it for homework as well? I would, I would, I don't know how to say other than like, I would covet, I would deeply value your, 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 your uh, feedback, right? Like I say, if you've been listening to the podcast, then you're not unfamiliar with exposure therapy. And, and I might say this too. I might say this too. I would particularly value your feedback if you're living in another country where you don't necessarily have ready access to an OCD treatment specialist and you are kind of on your own. Maybe, you know, you're listening from, you know, some far off place in relationship to the U S and this podcast has found you and you're like, this is a really helpful podcast and, and it helps me to sort out shit and, and to know what I'm doing and, and all this. And, and that's, and again, I'm delighted. I'm very happy uh, as I've shared with many of you in correspondence. I'm very happy. Um, and as I've said to you, you guys are, are whom I have in mind when I sit down at this unassuming microphone and start yapping away Man, I'm talking to you. I, I, I want to help you. 
right? And you're like, I don't know what the hell to do. I don't really have anybody to talk to. And, you know, and man, it's a privilege to, to be one of the voices uh, that you sort of call on for support. I would really love to hear your feedback. What what would help you to take that first step and to do that first exposure? What would help you? I would love it if you would respond to me. Uh, maybe I'll try and, and attach some kind of uh, uh, written question that you can you can respond to in written form. Or if you want to reach out to me in email, uh, you know my email, chrislines04 at gmail.com. Um, I would just love for you to let me know what your thoughts are uh, here. That'd be yeah, fantastic. All right, peace. Well, that's it for another episode of OCD Straight Talk. Feel free to reach out with any questions you might have to chrislines04 gmail.com. If you found the podcast helpful, consider giving it a five-star rating or support OCD Straight Talk to help us produce more content. 